Good morning. Uh, happy Saturday morning here in America, and it's the middle of the afternoon uh, in England, and I'm going to be talking to Giuseppe Fantasieri momentarily, uh, but I need to do a, an intro. It's uh, it's actually June 25th. It's the end of June. Uh, and uh, the the intro is how Giuseppe and I met through the, the magic of LinkedIn, and there's great chemistry and affinity and synchronicity and commonality because Giuseppe uh, is actually from uh, Italy, which is one of my favorite places on earth. We just spent a good deal of time talking about my affectation uh, with Italy and the fact I, I worked for very successful business people, Luxottica, uh, who are legends in Italy and around the world. And I spent 25 years there. So we're talking about a chunk of my life and it was the best, best part of my life because I learned so much. But uh, anyway, uh, uh, this is conversation with Calvin, we the species and, and uh, it's important to say uh, why I call it we the species because we really are one species uh, and, and, and it's so dramatic uh, when I say we the species because we are one species on this one little planet and climate. Uh, we share the, the perils of climate change, every one of us in every, in every one of the four corners of the planet. So we, we have to all rise up and work together because we're one species. That's then this is our home. And and I met Giuseppe. And and here's the the title. I always like to read the title, get it right, uh, uh, of this particular interview. Giuseppe Forestieri, live from England. It's um it's uh three thirty in England. Uh that's great. Uh he's the director of motion aptitude, which is a fully remote. 2D animation studio. He's also an environmental enthusiast, which was what drew us together because we're both that. Uh, his focus is nature conservation and animal welfare. Uh, and, and he reconnects with people uh, with nature through compelling animated stories. I wanted to get this out exactly right. Uh, and and and, and I'm so magnetized because what Giuseppe does is part of who and what I am. And I've been this way since April 22nd, 1970, which means I'm dating myself when I went to the first Earth Day and realized we have problems. And, and that's, you know, 50 plus, that's like a half century. So I'm really dating myself over a half century ago i realized we've got to do things climatologically and environmentally so uh giuseppe and i met we talked a couple of weeks ago we've been communicating and and uh i'm so thrilled about that and i looked at his animation and, and it's like oh wow i mean you're like a really amazing artist so uh i've said my um and I got the dates right and stuff. Um, it's Saturday. Uh, I've said my intro and it, it's time now to introduce Giuseppe. Um, I guess it would be really perfect if you'd introduce yourself and tell us 
you know, about what you do and, and how you got to England. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Take first it away, Giuseppe. Yeah, first of all, thank you very much for inviting me to your to your podcast. You know, it's for me, it's a pleasure and a great opportunity. So yeah, I, I have background in visual communication and uh, I specialize in animation and illustration. And as you mentioned, I'm based in uh, Oxford, UK, England. And um, the reason I've been living here for the last nine years now. And um, the reason I came here back then was because I, I, I have got a, a grant from the European Union that, that allowed me to do an internship here in, in the UK. And that was uh, nine years ago. So since then, I just decided to live in this country because uh, I, I, I love it and I, I quite like the, the opportunity it gives you. So uh, going back to what I do, you know, I, I, I create animation. You know, I start with a story and then uh, with the visual compelling uh, animated characters, I, I draw people in a way to, to care about what we do uh, uh, in terms of like the planet and then the environment. You know, I started as an animator and uh, I basically decided to uh, use my skills to, to, to fulfill me as a person and try to combine my expertise which, with my passion in mind, which is nature. So you, you're now, you now focus on nature conservation. Uh, why did you decide um, to use this niche um, in your animations to, to communicate stuff yeah. related to the environment? Yeah, you know, uh, at some point in my career, you know, I, I, I felt I was career-wise, I felt I was lost, you know. I, even though I was happy the work I was doing, I, I felt that something was missing. So I thought I stopped and I thought, no, this is something that I have to work on. I have to uh, find something that fulfill, fulfill me as a person rather than creating things for, uh, for the sake of it. So over the years, then I went from how I move keyframes to why I move them, giving uh, like a, a reason why I, I wake up in the morning, doing something that has a meaning for me, you know. Uh, so I, I, I've decided to uh, fuse these two passions of mine, which is the uh, love for, for the outdoors and uh, the creativity. You know, I'm a, uh, I'm a big fan of kiteboarding and, and snowboarding. So nature and the environment is something that I really care about, not just for this, but in general. You know, I grew up in a farm, so I always uh, had an eye on nature and on animals. So I decided, you know what? I have to try a way to combine these two things, you know. And uh, at this point, I, I'm, I'm really happy about where I, where, I, where I am. And then because I help organization to reconnect people with nature uh, through, our, through, through, through our animations. Which is great. Uh, uh, just to reiterate, your company is Motion Aptitude. Yes, and I'm going to have all the links and your LinkedIn and people will be able to reach out and find you. That's really important. Uh, by the way, where'd you grow up in Italy? Um, I, I'm from Sicily. So, yeah. Ah. Yes. Ah. Yes. No, from... I, 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 um, we were, I was in, uh, I was in Sicily a couple of years ago. Uh, I always wanted 
to go to Sicily, uh, uh, you know, after I watched that movie, uh, The Godfather. Yes. And, and and I always wanted to go to Corleone, and 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 I actually realized that it's a real place. Yes, it is. It's a small. It's a small village. Small little village island. on a mountain. Um, uh, I. I I, I was a big fan of of that movie, and it it drew me closer to Italian culture. Uh, it, it just did, and then the beauty uh, uh, of Italian culture, and the beauty of, of 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 Italy, and of course, eventually, you know, I went there. Uh, uh, part of working for Luxottica it was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I finally get a chance to go to Italy. I wasn't in Sicily. We I was up in the Dolomites in the Northeast. That's beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, yeah. my goodness, this, you know, uh, the snow on the mountaintops, these magnificent mountains that you don't know a lot about, uh, and these small, wonderful, amazing towns. Uh, and I guess having worked for the, the richest Italian in the world, Del Vecchio, when he takes us out to dinner, because I was a manager for them, uh, uh, everybody wants to, to please this man. So we go to these most amazing restaurants. I was so spoiled when I went to Italy because it wasn't a traditional trip to Italy. This was, uh, you know, he was a legend in this country and he's taken us to these most amazing restaurants and the food was beyond. It was so great because in front of every, as we went into some of these restaurants in front of a, uh, every a place setting there was like eight different glasses for wine um and different shape glasses different size and you know in each course we'd have a different uh, wine and you could drink all night because it's the wine it is like pure there's no sulfites so we we ate and we drank all night long we were fine it, it was anyway uh but a couple of years ago we, we we went back in italy my wife and i and friends and and, and uh, I fulfilled a lifelong dream to go to Sicily, just to be there. So anyway, that's why I'm, I'm excited talking to you. So back to work. Um, um, so what 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 is the essence? What's so great about uh, uh, using animation? To yeah, so, yeah, I mean, uh, animation is a great medium. It's a great tool to convey emotions, to tell stories you know, can be used to really boost conversation on social medias. Um, and what, what's so great about it is that it's, it all starts with a great story, you know. Uh, uh, it's a great story that conveys the message across. And if you combine a good story with great visuals and uh, a compelling way to present it, then it becomes a really powerful tool. And I would say especially uh, Nowadays on social media, where unfortunately the attention span is very short, you know, through through this media, uh, through animation, we are really able to uh, engage people, you know, attract people. Uh, in my case, I'm trying to uh, raise awareness and uh, drive people to act on issues related to wildlife, issues issue related to, to the environment. So. Uh, it really is a great powerful tool also because you can as an organization if you use animation it can be a nice way to appeal to donors you know people that might support your organization and then it's also a great way uh, to educate youngsters you know to inform 
people about the issues of nature conservation uh, and educate youngsters about the importance of uh, taking care of our planet. So it's definitely a powerful tool uh, to convey messages across. And it's powerful because it's visual and people yes. respond so much to visual. Yes, uh, in, our, in our animation, we use a lot of characters, you know, uh, as a way for the people to relate more. You know, if you use characters in, in animation that people can see that even though they might look like a cartoon or like a, a, in a flat style, for example, they're still like a nice way because they can see uh, uh, actions and they can see that people are related to, to this world. And then you can create world that could otherwise, that you couldn't otherwise be doing with video. For example, that you can create world that don't exist because you can really let your creativity run wild, you know. So yes, for this reason, I truly believe it's a great powerful tool. Powerful tool. You know, it's interesting. My my granddaughter. Um, I spent a lot of time with my granddaughter. She's one year old, and we watch animation uh, on on YouTube, and uh, she's completely mesmerized she's completely glued to the animation and the next day i put the same thing on and she watches so intensely but it, it it captures her um it really captures her attention like it would for 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 all of us um do you have any tips um for somebody who wants to like go into uh animation um, yeah definitely yeah i mean it always starts with a good story. You know, uh, the, the story is uh, important because, you know, you, first of all, you need to understand what, who you want to communicate to and then what you want to communicate. And then we, uh, uh, as, a, as a studio, we help organization to come, up, to come um, uh, um, together and uh, try to come up with a good idea to build a story. You know, the narrative is the, the key point. So once we do that, we create visuals that are, of course, related to the script, to the story. And then what we do is to, we most of the times you use voiceovers, you know, a good voiceover that can bring the, the, the whole story to life as well as the visuals. And then we basically sometimes use a sound effects to, to help even more to, to, to bring all the old things to life. So the, the, the good tip, I would say is to, to try to, 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 to go to the essence of your story, not, not to add so many details in it and, and really focus on what you want to say. Uh, you know, I, 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 I generally tend to advise to keep your story very short, you know, because you want to really grab the attention you know, for the issue I told you earlier, you know, the attention span on social media, it's, it's, a, it's a big thing. You know, people only uh, watch things uh, from five seconds to 30 seconds, you know, even though the story is great, but you might not engage everybody if it's not uh, something that it's, it's interesting, it's something that is in a short form as well. Okay. Uh... You're so right about attention span. Um, the, we all need to find some kind of magic. And I think animation, by the way, I, I think animation is a great tool to, to capture more attention time from people because it, it's a, I, I, I personally think it's a great 
tool. You know, somebody would rather see an animated thing than looking at me wearing this hat. Um, so, um, yeah, there are, there are many things that you can communicate with, like colors. You know, colors is a great tool, you know, that conveys emotions. You know, yeah. you might, it depends what color you use, you, you can really bring people to different worlds and give them, allow them to experience different uh, realities in a way, you know. Exactly. Um, what is your uh, 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 promotion aptitude? What, what is your mission statement? Yeah, so we, we, we want to uh, educate and, and inform people about our natural world. You know, uh, through our um, animation, we really want to engage them and let them aware of the issue of the natural conservation world. And uh, I, I truly believe that uh, raising awareness though is not enough anymore. You know, we want to try to drive people to act on issues related to, 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 to the environment, you know. And uh, we work close with the organization they want to do exactly that. And uh, we decided to focus on this because it's something that we really care about. And uh, we only do this because we are passionate about this. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, listening to you uh, and all the, the stuff you're doing, uh, how do you think all this, this energy, this commitment, uh, this mission, this purpose has changed you uh, as a person? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something that I, I felt that throughout my years, as a, throughout my careers, I felt that I was missing something, you know. I was, I was so focused on the, on the visual aspect of it, just for the sake of creating something that might appear good. Then I thought, we, I have to fulfill also my, uh, my person, and uh, I want to personally be fulfilled by something that has a, has a meaning to me and has a meaning to, to the people, trying to, to help someone uh, and to help the, the, the planet to, to, to be healthy in a way. So then I decided I have to fuse these passions of mine and my skills, use my skills to effectively uh, create something that has a meaning. Okay. Um, I want to go off topic for one minute and ask you, uh, a Calvin, one of my favorite questions. You, you don't have to answer it. it it's a one-word answer. Uh, you could answer it with a couple things. Uh, it, it's kind of a cute question. So here goes. Uh, ex excluding family or friends, somebody uh, living or dead you'd like to spend a day with. Like someone that... Uh, like a famous person, or it could be anyone. It could be uh, no, it could be anybody, not famous, famous, just somebody you'd like to spend a day with. I mean, one of the person I really uh, esteem as a person, I, li I like uh, as a character, as a as a personality, is Barack Obama. You know, he really he really changed. Uh, you know, I don't I don't want to go too into politics. You know, I just appreciate him as a as a as a person. It's great. And, and uh, and I believe 
he he was great. He was a great communicator. You know, beside what he did politically, which is something I, I'm not interested about. But the way he communicated to people, and he still does. Uh, I read his his book, and then I I loved uh, listening to him when he talks and reading uh, what he has to to, to write, what, 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 what he has to say, because. He really inspired me as a person. So I would definitely uh, ideally have a, a yes. coffee in a Great answer. Dinner. Great answer. Um, yep. Okay, moving along. Um, I'm always curious about this. Uh, what is your secret to saying, uh, to staying? Because uh, listening to you, you are so inspired and, and motivated. Uh, you're young. Uh, but what is your secret to staying that way, inspired and, and motivated? Yeah. You know, when I started my career, I really spent a lot of effort in doing the work, you know, doing the work, which I still do, don't get me wrong. But over the years, I, I realized the importance of switching off, switching off and take care of the people next to you and uh, spend your time uh, doing the things that you love, you know, your passions, you know, uh, going for a work, for a walk, uh, detach your mind, switch off your mind from your, from your work. It's, it's very important for me to recharge my batteries and to really get creative again, because, you know, with creative work, you know, sometimes you reach a point where there is no more ideas and there's nothing you can do. There is no button you can, you can push. No, it just, they just come, the ideas just don't come in. And uh, so the, the importance of switching off, doing your passions, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of snowboarding and uh, kite surfing. Uh, for example, I tend to spend the summer in Italy uh, working from there. And uh, I'm, I'm happy to do that because it really gives me a lot of creative power again to then put all this energy right. into my work. You know, uh, back then, back when I started, I was really working 10 hours a day, even after work, when I was an employee, and concentrate on the technique, uh, exploring new things, which is good in a, in a, in a, in a way, because it's a, it's a great way to explore new things, visually, ideas and stuff. But if you switch, then uh, as the year, years came by, I realized that, if I stop, I am more productive than if I would uh, work 10 hours per day, for example. So switching off is the answer. Yeah, sometimes. interesting, interesting. Um, so, so far to date, uh, with all the work you've done, what is the, um, what is the thing you're most proud of? Uh, yeah, I mean, one of the things that uh, I really uh, care about and, uh, let me feel good as a person is trying to help someone with, uh, with what I got. You know what I mean, not everybody can help someone else with money. Uh, but in my case, I sometimes help with my skills, my expertise, and uh, in my time. So sometimes I like to offer my, my skills for organizations, small organizations that could otherwise afford my, 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 my animations. 
So one of the projects I'm really proud of is an animation I've done for the Blue Cross, which is an animal uh, welfare organization here in England. So I, they were looking to produce an animation to basically uh, try to involve volunteers and help the organization with, uh, with what they, they could offer was like, uh, to me was just the creative freedom. So I was happy to have the creative freedom and to try to uh, help them in a way that they could otherwise be offered in a different way. So I, I'm quite proud of that. And um, I, I, I truly believe and advise people to, to volunteer their skills you know, for uh, you know, trying to, to help someone else. You know, you don't have to offer money if you have right. or if you don't want, but you can offer your time, which is sometimes more valuable than exactly. the money itself. Exactly. That's great thinking. Um, you're a young guy. It's such great thinking to, to want to give yeah. back. And, and... You know what? When I did this, I, I wasn't expecting nothing back. At all, and I, I was doing this because I felt I could give some something back, and I could, in a way, use my creativity to do some work that I was proud of, and I did. And you know what? Eventually, they came back to me two years later, and they offered me something to do. Like in this case, they had budget for it. So you never know. You, you know, never you know. Do something for good, and then it comes back to you, in a way. No, I wasn't expecting nothing back. And eventually, I, I received something. So it's always good. It is good. Yeah, we said this before we went on air. Um, just keep throwing stuff on a wall and, and, uh, and, and see what sticks. And the more you throw on a wall, uh, you know, I've been doing that for the last 11 years. Just, I just keep throwing things on the wall. And, and, and it's so interesting to, to see what sticks. Um, the next question I want to ask you is to me is, is so provocative. You can we could talk about it for hours, which we won't. But uh, uh, your philosophy uh, about remote work uh, and and uh, you're you're a big fan of working remotely. And uh, the more I think about it, and I've been thinking about it, and I've been watching it as my children, my son and daughter law work remotely uh um that in in fact this could be a, a saving grace for humanity that the whole world isn't jumping in a car and driving to go to work but is working remotely so talk about your 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 positivity and why you love remote working which you do yeah so talking to a lot of my people on my age i'm a millennium so um, I, I had the, 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 the feeling that, and I can talk to myself for sure, that the priorities for our generation has switched you know, to like less money focus to more of like giving value to something else. And in my case, I give value to a, a well-balanced lifestyle, which means having free time, to do the things you love and spend time with your family, you know. And recently, you know, as you know, COVID gave us a lot of bad news, more bad than the good ones. But among the good ones, we can definitely have the ability, we have the ability now 
and the awareness that we can do the work from the comfort of our, our home. We can do work from like co-working spaces and business owners have now realized that it's our possibility to, to work this way. It is not a limitation, but it can be a benefit, you know? And I, I do understand that this doesn't apply to, to every job or to everyone. You know, there are people that uh, are probably more productive in the office. But one of the key uh, elements, I believe it's important, is to give the possibility, the, the choice of the employee to work where he or she feels more productive, more comfortable. You know, I, I used to work far from where I, where I lived, like about one hour commuting. And, uh, you know, that, that makes two hours per day. Time that I could otherwise invested in uh, doing exercise with my family on any other thing that might let you grow as a person, as a, as a professional, as anything. You know, if you want to do extra work, you can do it for yourself. But spending this time on a commuting is something that I've known. It doesn't make any sense to me. So I think uh, remote work is a, is a bridge to a higher quality of life for sure. It's interesting. I, 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 uh, I have a friend who used to work in a city in, in an office and, and commuting, you know, one hour each way, just like you. And and uh, then the pandemic hit, and 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 they switched. He worked at home hundred percent of the time, um, and it's so interesting because he he would tell me when the pandemic was easing up, they were bringing people back two days a, a week, and I uh, I'm an old fashioned guy. I to me uh, I could never conceive of working from home. Uh, my values are, you know, from the 50s and 60s, you gotta go to work. Uh, there was no such thing as working from home back in those days. So, but anyway, uh, and I find it so interesting because now my friend goes into the city twice a week into New York uh, and works in an office, but he tells me that his productivity drops 30, 40% when he's working in the office because they meet at the water cooler, they talk, uh, they go out to lunch, uh, uh, they talk, they bump into each other, they talk more. Uh, and but when when he's home, he's just working. There's nobody to talk to. And I, I find that so interesting. I couldn't conceive of it being so much more productive and, and environmentally better working from home. So it, it, I just... You know, I just... Yeah, I mean, giving people the choice to do and to work where they like, it's, it's really important. And also, the, you know, most people, I, I talk also to people that they think they're more productive in the office. But, but that's not the point. The point is to give the opportunity to choose where they want to work, you know. And then... It really, I, I really believe it really enhances your uh, your life, your the quality of your life. If you if you are happy to, to work where, where you want. Exactly. 
Exactly. Interesting stuff. You're, you're by the way, you're, you're so interesting, Giuseppe. We we could. There's a million more things to talk about, but not now. But um, which means uh, I'd love you to come back. Uh, one, one last a question. Uh, I was intrigued about this. What is your your thoughts about? Um, what are your thoughts? Your your hope for the future of the planet. You're a young guy, it's your planet. Yeah, I mean, my vision as a person and uh, as a creative is to inspire a new generation of action-driven environmental enthusiasts. By saying that, I mean that I, I, I believe that if we want change, whatever it is, you know, uh, either related to climate or change something in our society, I believe that it needs to be in a small community. It needs to start from the small community. You know, through small act of kindness, we can really change. Um, you know, we can really change uh, the, the, the person next to us, our small communities. And then it's like a, a small act of contagious kindness, I think is the key. You know, it's, it's the key to, to, to achieve change. And it is my big hope for, for, for the future of our planet. You know, if we are more generous, if, if we want to give something just for the sake of it, you know, I'm reading a, a, a big, I'm sure you know, Seth Godin is an American writer. You know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm reading uh, his book, uh, Lynchpin. And he talks about this uh, concept of gift, you know, gift, which means offering something, you know, without expecting something in return. And that is something I strongly believe in, you know, trying to be offering something and then see if something changes. But if we all, in, a, in our small areas, in our small world, start with this, it can be, it can lead to a, to a, to a change, whatever it is. It's just that so many more of us have to do that and believe that Yes. And, and, and I think it's a younger person's, well, it's, it's your world to inherit. Um, I always exactly. say that, you know, my generation, um, we're steeped in values that we learned in the 50s and 60s and 70s. And it doesn't, it doesn't work anymore. And, and, and you're such an example uh, of, of the right things to do and the hope you know, the hope for tomorrow. These sounds like great words and fancy words, but bottom line, it's it's all true. We need armies of young people uh, to want to do things and not expect something back like my generation did. I ain't doing something unless I get something back. You know, what's in it for me was was kind of the way my generation thought, what's in it for me? And, and it doesn't work anymore because... Um, it, it doesn't work anymore. We need a whole new attitude and we need to talk, talk, talk like we're doing. Uh, great philosophy of mine. Talk, talk, keep talking and talking, Definitely. talking Definitely. and thinking and, and it'll help to spark some change. It, it has to. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is yeah. what I truly believe as well. Yeah. You know, when, when, I, when I tried to to find what I wanted to do in life, I had to in life, you know, in life as a, my as my career, you know, 
I had to dig into my childhood and really find out what I was passionate about. And then I really found in like uh, what I loved as a child, being really connected to what we are facing right now, you know, the issue we are facing right now, you know, uh, again, as a, as, a, as a child growing up in a farm, I was like living in a reality, which for me was normal. And now, uh, listening to a lot of stories about, you know, the, the climate change and how uh, biodiversity is becoming like uh, so uh, an issue in so many uh, ways, like uh, in terms of that we have issue with like uh, biodiversity in so many ways. And then I thought I had to do something that can offer me a living while doing something that's actually doing some good. And motion aptitude is that. It's a fusion of this. All yes. Of this. yes. Um, well, this is a great place to do a wrap. Uh, um, uh, this has been great. And, and uh, we talked about this beforehand. Uh, you're, you've graciously accepted to join our little climate optimist group, which we changed the name a little bit. We're called Climate Optimists Group. And in parenthesis, not everything is fine. Uh, um, and, and it's just an informal group, but that's part of the key to a future is, is, is a whole bunch of us, a couple billion people getting around and talking and thinking. And, and you're, you're such a dynamic example of that. Uh, this whole new attitude, this whole youthful attitude, this whole approach to giving back and all you do. So um, uh, I can't thank you enough for giving up a Saturday afternoon in the UK. Uh, uh, I still got a, a couple hours left in my morning. Um, but uh, Giuseppe, please come back. We'll talk about that. Come back. I, I, I can't thank you enough. Uh, I'm so thrilled I met you. Yeah, I mean, thank you very much for inviting me. And uh, again, it was a great opportunity for, for me to talk about what I do and why yeah. I do it. And again, I, I, I truly believe that what you do is great, not just because you do it for, for, the, for the environment, for our planet Earth, but because you are giving people the opportunity to show what they do and why they do it and why it has a meaning as well. So thank you very much for doing that. Thank you. So uh, we'll do a wrap. You'll come back. We've got a lot more to do. We'll have panels. Uh, and thank you so much, Giuseppe. Uh, you, you did make my day because my day's beginning. So thank you. Arrivederci. Uh, yes, uh, Yes, I know how to say that. Uh, don't leave. I'm just going to stop the recording and uh, we'll do a real, real wrap. Thanks, Giuseppe. Thank you.